want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Mr. Papa George. Hey, Randy, this guy's with us. You take care of him. I was just going to say, we're so impressed with your play. Give me half the money you were going to bet, then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. What can I do with five dollars? Gee, I don't know. Buy a bullet and rent a gun? <laughs> hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name's Zach Camps. Uh, if I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level, and I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the, uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds tons of fun the fire in there is amazing great platform to post trade questions debate rookie values share insight interact with some cool people from across the globe you know shout out to those guys in australia they're blowing my phone up all the time you know the best part is there's no twitter trolls or facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about so uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more win those championships pause the podcast right now sign up and you can thank me later in the group chat what's happening guys happy wednesday and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast, the fabulous Big Bet Edition. Today's topic, this is the first installment of the fabulous Big Bet with my co-host, Kyle. I'm going to bring him in in just a second. And dude, we've got an amazing guest tonight, but the normal, I guess, Dynasty-based show will be on Friday due to guest scheduling and timing. That will be Friday. Normally, the big bet will be on the, the Friday show. Wednesday will remain the Dynasty War Zone. This week, we're going to flip-flop them on Friday. We should have Shane Manella of the Dynasty Trades HQ. He's coming on to play a fabulous game as well as talk trades. When a guy hosts the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, you talk about what? dynasty trades so can't wait to get shane on here he is more than just a family fantasy analyst he's a good friend and a mentor to me in this whole racket but man speaking of mentors and this racket i've roped this guy in here i hope he doesn't follow too much 
of my lead. I do not have an intro for him like the man of the hour and the man with the power, but he is the doctor, a.k.a. Dr. Kyle. Man, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, Memphis. I hope this becomes a regular thing. Well, it kind of has to be since you're the co-host of this particular <laughs> show, and we're, we're, we're looking for, I, I, I think I've got the new third man locked down. Good friend Sal Lido had, uh, had another entity come through and make him a Godfather offer. For those of you that have not seen the American cinema classic, The Godfather, he was made an offer he could not review, refuse, excuse me, butchered a line from my favorite movie. He is going to be working on some DFS and uh, daily betting stuff with the guys over there. So uh, our loss is their gain. Sal is an amazing dude. But uh, Dr. Kyle, I think me and you got this thing on lockdown. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Um, I was looking forward to having Sal on after being on the, the Scott Fishbowl Potathon with him. Great personality. I thought we'd all jive well. But, you know, uh, we'll, we'll trudge on without him. And I think we got enough going already where you know we could we'll put we're, we're you know we know what we're doing you throw anybody in with us and uh we'll make it work i, mean, I, I love that confidence and you're right i, I didn't want to be out ratioed by new yorkers i mean you live in new york sal's a, a native new yorker my uh my southern ass can only handle so much of you new yorkers so <laughs> I, I don't know maybe for me it, it will help but no we're, we're going to bring in a third person and tonight we do have a third person her name is Rosalie Michaels. She is the fantasy football girl on Twitter. She was an amazing guest. Um, we've already recorded this with her. We are now getting our intro put together, and we're going we're gonna to bring her on with us here in just a minute. But, man, what a great interview and what a good time. We just want to make sure that we tell you that sometime, guys, it's the month of August, and we're going to be giving away the DK Metcalf jersey. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But, guys, we were live on Tuesday night on YouTube. We've been doing that on Tuesdays, 9.15. So if you didn't get a chance to watch it live, go over to Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. Look under live streams, and you'll see the one from 8-4 with Rosalie Michaels. Dude, dude, she was awesome. Uh, I, I wanted to fire you and hire her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said I was the the face of the show. Like, I was I mean, wrong. I, I don't think I need to be the face of the show. If you, you know, like, you know, she she's a she's a great woman. She knows her stuff, and she, you know, she she could do uh, video just as well as she could do audio. A hundred percent. We we yeah. will not pretend like she is not an attractive human being because she certainly is. But when you hear this interview, man, she's got chops. She's got gambling chops. She's got DFS chops. Dynasty. I mean, yeah. she, she was the full-fledged guest for us, but if you're not subscribed to the YouTube so that you get notifications of the live shows, you'll miss them. But again, every Tuesday, 9.15, uh, I think I've already got a guest lined up for next week. I'll make sure that when we record with Shane, I'll get that recorded as well. Uh, new Dynasty Happy Hour contractor this week. Uh, my guest, well, my, my guest is my good buddy, Tate. Tate is one of the better dudes around. He's a newer a newer dynasty guy. I believe this is his first year, if I remember correctly. I've done so many of these now, they, they start to run together. But I know Tate's my guest, and I'm really looking forward to spending a little bit of time with him, and we'll have that for you on Friday. Now, we talked about the DK Metcalf jersey. Now, even though this is the fabulous big bet, you, you can still do it because Sunday we are doing the drawing. How do you get in? You go to iTunes. You hit pause. You go in. You hit the old five-star. 
you leave us a five-star review in the comment section. You can leave your name, you can leave your Twitter handle, you can leave your email address. Uh, please don't be ballsy and leave your leave your phone number. I mean, you can, but that's that's aggressive. But but leave us a way to get a hold of you. That gets you entry number one. Get you entry number two. While you're already rating and reviewing pods, go over to the Fantasy Football Smackdown. Leave them a five star. Again, same thing. Leave your contact info so we can get a hold of you. That's entry number two. How do you get that third, final, and bonus entry? Man, give us a picture of you doing good in your neighborhood, and you can email those to me. You know, coaching little league, helping out with your with your church, um, at a nursing home. There's there's so many good things you can do to get this this bonus third entry that you know give, gives you better odds. You know, talking about gambling tonight gives you better odds on the money. Uh, Want to welcome the, the the two Tims, the the two Tims who joined the Dynasty Warzone Patreon today as we're recording this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Exciting to have you in there. And if you're curious what it is, man, I mean, it's just a bunch of like-minded people talking Dynasty, talking trades, roster construction, and there's an extra pod every week. We did one this week where I took my five of my favorite quotes of all time and related them back to Dynasty Fantasy Football. We also do one-on-ones, we do phone calls, we, we do a lot. So if that's something you're interested in as the season's creeping up, it's a great group of people. And I think the Devi League is wrapping up the draft, as is Patreon 6, uh, which is just your standard Superflex tight end premium league. But if you're looking for a place to get into leagues, get into a group chat that's hyperactive, man. Kyle, you ever, you ever been in a group chat that's just an absolute snoozer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most of them are snoozers. Uh, this one is not. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, we recruited Dr. Kyle from our, from our patron team. He is a, a board-certified doctor of physical therapy. Those are his credentials to help us with injuries and injury coming back. But he'll tell you, man, in, in, this, in this Patreon thing, we go bananas 24-7. Uh, thank you to our friends over at Trophy Smack. You're going to hear from them just before you hear from Rosalie on the show. And, and man, I, I got to tell you, uh, I, I'm excited for this one. Thank you for tuning in with us. Oh, one thing, not yet, but Kyle, you do know we're going to bring the foul language in this thing. Oh, yes, please. I, I, so, so every, I hate having the filter on. Yeah, man, it, it really distracts me. So for those that don't know, I did a bonus spot on the Word on the Streets podcast with Bob's Three Toes. Um, I guess the guy's got three toes, and his name's Bob. So anyway, Word on the Street podcast, you can find that on Anchor. You can find it on Spotify. I did a guest appearance, and I was allowed to throw out the occasional F-bomb. So it's one less thing for me to have to think about when I'm recording the Dynasty War Zone. So it'll never be explicit in that way if you smell what I'm what I'm cooking. But the, the language parameters will come off uh, as soon as Friday. Um, want to make sure that we give you that heads up. So if you're listening in the office, you know, put the headphones on. If you're listening, you know, with the, with the youngins in the car, man, you know, maybe it's time for some Disney radio. I don't know, but it won't be horrible, but it won't be great either. If, if you listen to the show with Bob's Three Toad, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. So I'm going to play you guys something that we're going to play in season as a little bit of fun as we go into our commercial from our friends at Trophy Smack. But Kyle, one thing I want to tell these people, it says it in the intro about gambling being serious business. 
guys, you, you, if, if you have issues, man, with, with gambling, there are plenty of places for help, Kyle. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. The ATM. Yeah. You <laughs> are you no. are you are not helping, Doctor Kyle. No, I know. The, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. No, no, it, no. It, I, I I do want to take this seriously. Obviously, we yes. all like to have a little extra something something on the game. But uh, when we get the final intro of this show put together, we will make sure to put in the phone numbers for uh, Gambling Anonymous, guys. It's it's a, it's it's a tough thing. Not everybody handles everything the same way. Whether it's booze or anything else um, some people just have obsessive personalities but if you have an issue you, you have a question where to get that number dm me at dwz memphis and i will help you get that information so we're here to have fun we're here to put a couple of extra bucks on some fa- some player props and we're going to get into the season with game props and and, and things of that nature uh, we're going to use dr kyle we're going to leverage his uh, medical expertise to help us with injuries and how we can put the odds in our favor, man. But let, let's hear the uh, the sounder that you're going to hear when your DFS players have a horrible week. And let's hear from our friends at Trophy Smack. The Trophy Smack commercial, family friendly. The player DFS part, not player friendly. Kyle, let's get Rosalie. You Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. I do cry too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants. Todd Gurley is a snowflake loser, bitch. Good lord. Jarvis Landry has a three-inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hilton is a He just me over in fantasy. him. You know you don't have to draft me, right? Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today and not only will you get the best trophies in the game today you can get a free championship ring up to a 59.99 value by entering in the promo code dwz ring you pick out your trophy which one do you like you put it in the cart you add the ring to the cart you had the promo code DWZ ring makes the ring free and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring and let's have a big season. Joining us on the show. She is on Twitter. You might know her as the fantasy football girl, but her at is at, Rosalie Michaels. She is the co-host of the Wise Cracks podcast on the WSN Network. Rosalie, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks, guys, for having me. Appreciate it. Love being here with you. Yeah, excited. Uh, a fellow gambling podcast along with your co-host, Bill. Um, you guys are a newer podcast in the gambling space. You guys have been rolling since around the 1st of June. Ironically, on Thursdays, that's perfect. We drop on Wednesdays and Fridays. So, for those of you listening, looking for a, an additional pod to check out, they've been out there every Thursday since about the beginning of June. Tell mm-hmm. us about the show. What, what are you and your co-host Bill up to? Well, you know, my, my co-host is Bill Krakenberger, as most people know him, the crack man. And he is, he's the old school, you know, he's, he, he goes way back. He's been a sports gambler for a really, really long time. 
people really love and respect crack. You know, it's when, when I talk to people and they're like, oh my gosh, Bill Krakenberger is the guru. He's the guy. And they love him just because he's so honest and he's so straightforward. And when he gives you advice, he gives you the advice that he gives his friends. You know, he gives you the advice that he's doing himself. So people really love and respect him because of that. This whole thing is kind of new for me. I've always been a gambler. But mostly in the casino realm, when people say, hey, you love sports, you talk about football, do you bet on sports? And number one, I live in Arizona, so it's not as easy to bet on sports here. Not legal at all. So, so you know what that's like. Um, but number two, it's also I never wanted the betting on sports. It's such a big dynamic in terms of the things that can go wrong, right? It's uh, all the things, if you bet for your favorite team, they're gonna lose, because that's what happens. <laughs> you can't bet on your favorite team. So I, I never really bet on sports. I was always a blackjack girl, a craps girl, a poker girl. You know, I love playing uh, Texas Hold'em too. But so when I came together with uh, Bill Krakenberger, he is the expert. He knows what he's doing. And for me, I know all about fantasy football. I know all about DFS. And so it's been kind of, I am the person learning along with those new betters out there, the new people that are coming in to into sports betting, because as we know, sports betting is, is starting to become more popular around the nation and legal around the nation. Yeah, and the episode that I listened to, now I love the honesty of your co-host. He was talking about with you the episode that I listened to on Spotify that he, he really admitted that the NBA and golf were his mm -hmm. two uh, areas of expertise. And I got to tell you, that's refreshing because a lot of times, especially when you're given a platform like the Wisecracks podcast, people tend to, you know, what's the old expression, fake it till you make it. Yeah. And it was very refreshing on a new podcast that on a new platform that he was honest and, and he really was deferring a lot of the football stuff to you. I, I thought that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, do, do you have any questions for Rosalie before I hit her with a couple of uh, football related questions and I am going to sneak in a non related football question on her. <laughs> Uh, nothing specific yet, but I, I am intrigued to hear her prop bets for the year to see if uh, we might be able to capitalize on somebody who's not actually betting on them in Arizona. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm in New York where I can't technically, but I know some people in New Jersey and things will get taken care of. You just, well, you, know, you can just go across the border to New Jersey, too, right? Yeah, I'm a New Yorker, though. That's like miles away. <laughs> He's too good to go across the bridge and tunnel. If I remember, I see, I see, I see what you're doing there. If I remember the Sopranos correctly, you have to go across the bridge in the tunnel to get to Jersey from New York. That sounds right. Yes, uh, but that would be uh, where was that? Where did that take place? Uh, I, I'm guilty of not having they, watched the they Sopranos. Were, they were in Newark. They were in Northern Jersey. So mm -hmm. great okay. show, by the way. I'm a little disappointed that my co-host has never seen the Sopranos. You have homework between now. I know. And, and when we we get back on, so. As Rosalie and I became connected on Twitter, I went over to see if she had an Instagram. And I was looking through her Instagram, and, and she's got several interesting accolades. She's been a model. She's been an actor, a TV host. But the one that I want to ask about is trip planning guru. Tell, <laughs> tell me how you earned trip planning guru status 
because uh, th that's a skill that we're not using right now. Not very much, but tell me, now, about, tell me about that. It is a self-appointed title. I will tell you right now it's uh, but I've earned it because I, when I started dating my husband, we started making travel a, a priority of ours. Uh, we knew we weren't going to have children. And so we really wanted to see the world and experience it together. And so I started, I, I'm a researcher, right? I do fantasy football. I get into the stats, into the numbers, deep down into the research. So when it comes to travel, I'm the same way. I don't want to go on a trip and not have it be the best trip of my life. And so each trip just keeps getting better and better and better and better. Uh, so yeah, so I started, he leaves it up to me and I've planned some really, really fantastic trips for us. He will tell you it's, it's, and I never tell him how much it costs. <laughs> there's, That's key. There's nothing wrong with, with, with any of that. Um, yeah. you, you've got a, you got a beautiful family. Um, what was the best trip you and your husband have been on? Uh, you know, it's a tough, it's, it's really a tough one because I get asked that quite a bit. Uh, you know, we got engaged in Italy, which I planned that whole thing, except for the one day that he proposed. And then we got married in Antigua and then honeymooned in St. Lucia, St. Lucia. So both of those, you know, have to be, but it we would have to be Italy because we're both Italian. Uh, so it's, it was a bucket list trip for me and, but you can't see all of Italy when you go, we went for like two and a half weeks and it's still not enough time. So we'll be back. Well, th that would be the one that people would think that our regular listeners to the war zone, uh, that my wife and I went for our 15th wedding anniversary back in October. People would think that would be my favorite. Now it was a great 12 days. We had a lot of fun. We went to Sorrento and Rome and all over, mm -hmm. but, my, but my favorite vacation of all time was St. Thomas. We went there for ah. for our 10th anniversary, and that's beautiful for us in Indiana. It's a it's a one shot to Miami, then a little little puddle jumper from Miami to St. Thomas. That was my favorite. What about you, Doctor Kyle? You have a favorite destination? Uh, you know, my wife and I just came back from Colorado, and we also we we started in Utah, and we did the Arches National Park in Moab. We did some mm. glamping. We drove through Colorado, saw a lot of cute little towns and did some more hiking. And, you know, I think that one has shot to the leaderboard with uh, all the different places we got to visit. And, you know, shout out to my wife, who's also a great trip planner. But maybe we could do some uh, trip plan swapping at some point. There you go. Did you do the million dollar highway like where Durango, Telluride? No, we did not. Oh, okay. Now we got to go back. We've camped over there and it's it's fantastic. It's stunningly beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Next well, time. We uh, we took you guys down a little sidetrack uh, of some 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 vacationing best practices. Ironically, my wife and her friends do an annual girls trip in Colorado, so we have much more in common than just gambling and fantasy football. But to shift the show right. to shift the show back to that, uh, I'll start with you, Rosalie. Is there any gambling advice that you could give? To the newer or novice gambler, we talked about it earlier, more and more states are going legal with gambling. Is there like a just a general overall gambling piece of advice? Like you said, you've, you've played poker, craps, mm -hmm. blackjack, etc. Is there a, like this something that you would remind the new person dipping a toe in these waters? Yeah, I mean, the first thing and the, and the very important thing, no matter what area you're going to bet in, and and this is something that, that I, I learned from Crack, but I agree with him 
wholeheartedly, and it's the way that I go about my gambling as well, is have a dedicated bankroll. Your dedicated bankroll is simply for your gambling, right? So if you, you have your, your food money, you have your, your drink money, you know, if you're going to Vegas or whatever, but have that be your dedicated bankroll. And that is it. That is your gambling money. That is your, what you use. Don't go outside of that. Don't use your rent money. <laughs> you know, you're dedicated because you have to have a system. I do a lot of uh, day trading and stocks as well. So another form of gambling, right? Um, so, and I have a dedicated bankroll for that. That's my, my dedicated stock fund that I only use uh, that amount of money. And uh, so, so it should be that way for your gambling as well. When it comes to sports, don't be a homer. You know, I, I say this when it comes to fantasy football as well, but don't be a homer. Don't just bet on, I understand that it's fun to bet on your favorite team. I get it. You know, I grew up as a Dallas Cowboys fan. Sorry, I know, don't hate me, but uh, that that was, uh, that's where I started my love of football. And then of course in Arizona, so I am an Arizona Cardinals fan as well. So, but I don't, I tend not to, focus on those teams when I'm either setting my fantasy football lineups and drafts or DFS, I only go with what's the best choice at that moment. You know, who's the best during drafts is, is this player somebody that I really want because I think he's going to have a good season or is it, but just because I, I, I love the Arizona Cardinals. Don't be a homer. That would be my second big piece of advice. Well, I, I didn't see your answer to this question, but I love the bankroll. This is something that you're going to do somewhat seriously. You have to treat your bankroll the same way anyone else in business would. I, I started doing this years ago when I was playing poker and was starting to do this. It's like, that's your bankroll. That, that's your capital. It would be blowing through your bankroll. Let's say you, you, you catch a big win or a big loss. You know, Blowing through that money for non-gambling related things would be like the guy who owns a landscaping business selling his lawnmower to pay for rent. You can't do that. That's your working yeah. capital. That yeah. That's a great one. Kyle, did, did you have a, a best a best practice for the newer or novice gambler who's starting no. this life? I went, uh, I went specifically for the NFL this year and came up with, uh, you know, teams with depth, depth this year and continuity from last year. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a sort of a joke from my old boss's uh, father who, you know, he's like this old school Italian guy, rest in peace, Lou. Um, but he gave us the best advice ever is to always tell your spouse you broke even. <laughs> that, that's, uh, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> How'd you do at the tables tonight? I broke about even. It's I in the, even. Yeah. it's in the, See, that goes very much with the, don't tell them how much the vacation costs too, right? <laughs> it's it's exactly. perfect. Yeah. There's some things you just don't need to know. Lou's, Lou's advice is so le legendary. That's in the uh, the Vegas vacation movie when when Chevy Chase's wife asked him how he did the tables last night. He's like, I'm about even. That's yeah. <laughs> the, right. the, the advice I would give a newer or a novice gambler is whatever you think you're comfortable wagering, it's probably too much. Mm -hmm. If if you feel like fifty bucks a game or a hundred bucks a game is you know is where you're at, you're probably better off betting fifty or twenty five. Yeah. Um, you know, as good as the advice is, professional gamblers, people that do this for a living, and you know, I, I know Rosalie knows this, I'm for sure Bill, her co-host, knows this, a winning mm -hmm. better breaks even at 53%. If they win 53% yep. of their of their wagers, 
that that's a that's a break even or almost a profitable. It's technically like fifty two point six percent, but I'm I'm rounding here. But if you're comfortable at fifty, man, bet twenty five and, and work your way up to it. You know, you you, you yeah. do well. Um, that that was one that I was taught a long time ago. Uh, my uncle was a we we used to joke with him at family outings. He was a professional sports consultant. And that was long before betting was legal in the state of Indiana. That was what we called uh, a bookie here in the state of Indiana. And he was like, never, never bet to where you feel uncomfortable. I mean, you're just looking to make the games a little bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and anytime you get that bet, that's a quote unquote sure thing. That's usually when they go wrong. So uh, let's go to the, the next question. So obviously COVID-19, we can't escape it. We've tried. Um, <laughs> we're, we're doing We're doing Keep our trying. best. <laughs> You know, I, I'm to the point with it where I, I think the rest of the world has tried so much to, like, avoid it. I think at this point we just have to manage it. And, you know, guys like Dana White of the UFC have done a great job managing it and making it work for their business. I have great faith that the NFL, Roger Goodell, and these owners will be able to do the same thing. But, Kyle, was there any COVID-related betting strategies that you're that you're looking to implement this uh, this season as you're getting player props and season win totals down? Yeah, uh, going you know going back to what I just said, like I think we're going to expect to see guys on uh, you know the COVID exempt or IR list more frequently than we're expecting at this point. Um, so if we're looking at you know team bets for for season long, I'm looking at the teams that I think have depth or uh, you know like you know I'm I'm a Cowboys fan as well, and I typically am not a homer when it comes to betting, but I think I'm going to be on the Cowboys bandwagon this year. Uh, in the in the gambling world specifically because they have Andy Dalton as a backup and they have you know a very very deep dynamic offense wide um, receiver flush is what exactly. they are. yeah <laughs> um, and then you know looking at teams that have you know similar coaching staff from last year that did well and returning a lot of starters from the previous year as well yeah okay. yeah it's oh go ahead I was just gonna say what what what, what did you think about his Cowboys take there and then uh, what what was yours Yes. You know, the the hard part with this season, as opposed to other seasons, specifically talking about football, but even in any of the other ones, I think you're safe going into NBA, you're safe going into NHL because of the bubble. The bubble seems to be working, right? When you look at MLB and what's happening in MLB, it's a little scarier. It's a little sketchier, you know, players just, you know, dropping out, like, dropping off because of getting uh, infected. So I, I'm afraid for the NFL for the same reason. The NFL can't play in the bubble the way that we're seeing the M- NBA and NHL. So far, they're doing really, really well as far as players um, ke- keeping safe, right? Um, but with the NFL, the teams going to other places, getting on airplanes, the, the sheer number of players and coaching staff that are there, it's going to be difficult and to get through the entire season. So, you know, it depends. Are you really going to tie up your money if we're talking about your bankroll and that is what you use for gambling on sports? Is the NFL, these season long bets, something that you should be placing your money into because you're tying it up for the season and you may not get through the season. The odds of us getting through an NFL season, sadly, look pretty bleak right now. Now, I I say don't be a homer. I'm a huge NFL homer. That is my first love. That is, that is where I live and breathe. So 
um, I want there to be a season. So when I say that, I don't say it lightly. I say it very seriously. So that being said, you know, maybe NBA, maybe NHL is a better choice for your season long bets right now than MLB or NFL. Um, but, you know, if there's something you really, really like and you think is a really good um, bet for the season, then I've got a couple coming up that uh, that I, I'm happy to tell you about. I, I can't wait to hear those. And that's guys that and, and ladies, that is another fantastic piece of advice. Don't leverage a huge part of your bankroll in season long props. There's a few that I'm going to I'm going to list here tonight. Kyle's got a great one with great odds as well. But yeah, it, those are like uh like like, you know, dinner and a movie bets. Those are like, you know, mm -hmm. tw you know, cheap, you know, 25 for me, 25 $50 bets. I don't mind having them tied up all season. Now I'm the I'm normally the eternal pessimist, but as it relates to the season, I I'm I'm the eternal optimist. And the NFL's a little bit different. And that I heard a great interview with Aaron Rodgers the other day, and they've been told and talked to about COVID since this all first happened in April. And unlike yeah. Major League Baseball players, you know, those guys' contracts are guaranteed. They can do whatever the hell they want, and there's no real repercussions. But if you're a third-round guy or you're a fringe guy and you've been told to not be out in public, you've been told to social distance, yeah, there's going to be a handful of knuckleheads. There always is. Mm -hmm. That's why there's behavioral suspensions. That's why there's you know, beforehand recreational drug suspensions. But I, I feel more confident with the NFL players having a little bit more discipline than the uh, than their MLB brethren. But but mine is, is that, again, I'm going to use my pessimism, is if you are going to make some season-long player props, I'm betting more unders, especially on prominent players. Prominent players already have their value, you know, maxed out. You know, Christian McCaffrey on FanDuel – uh, you can bet him over or under combined rushing and receiving yards, 1,899 and a half yards. Now, he's beat that twice in his in his career, but both times that was with the Turners, Norv and Scott, who are now in Washington. So what's that going to look like for him with with um, Joe Brady and Matt Rule there? I, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I like the unders because – and this is going to sound terrible, but I, I'm being honest – not only do they have to like you know hit right at career high expectations, but they have to avoid injury. They have to avoid those really weird snow games. Think back a few years ago when Buffalo played Indy in in a, in a foot of snow, they, and they have to avoid COVID now. And, yeah. and some players have tougher tougher schedules than, than others. So if and when I'm betting some of my season long prop bets, I'm looking more for ones that I think will go under, and I, I can you know validate or back some of my my theory up and betting the unders because I'm pessimistic by nature. Is it, what, what, what would your co-host say about that? Is he a pessimistic guy? He seems pretty friendly and outgoing. Now he looks, he looks old school, tough. He's got the cool old school driving cap on. He's a bigger looking guy, but he seems to be a real sweetheart. What would he say about being pessimistic versus optimistic? He, he is, he's, he's a teddy bear. He uh, absolutely is such a, such a lovable guy. Um, you know, he, he is, you, you sit and you talk with him and at first you're like, let me find out about you. But he is just, uh, but I won't speak for him. Uh, but uh, from my experience with him is that he is more optimistic than pessimistic because he he has a system he knows exactly how much he's going to bet and why he's going to bet it and he's looking for you know he's shopping those lines and stuff so he he knows enough of what he's doing that he's always optimistic that he's going to do well so uh yeah he 
when I talk to him about other stuff too, he seems to be more on the optimist side than the pessimist side. And in my what about you? Are you are you optimistic or are you pessimistic as it relates to your bets? I, I am. I'm always optimistic. I'm a big believer that uh, you know you reap what you sow. You you put the energy out there, and you're going to get back. So I'm always. It's funny because my husband's actually like a pessimist. So I'm always like think positively. We got it. We're shopping for a new house right now. And he's always like, oh, we're never going to find the one. I'm like, that's not that's not helping us. <laughs> you got to think positively. So I am always of a mindset of, you know, when I'm watching, you know, football games and I need my players to do well, I visualize them scoring the touchdown. Right. So I'm, I'm definitely absolutely an optimist. But to speak a little bit on when you were talking about the COVID thing, let's remember too, is that with the NFL specifically, they can be taken and, and put on the, the COVID list if a family member contracts COVID. So this is unlike injuries in the past or something. If, if a family member got injured, you weren't out of the game. But in this case, a family member could get COVID. That player could be taken out of the game uh, for a couple of weeks because of a, a, an adjacent infection. So that's something that could affect numbers too. So we have to keep that in mind as well. Great call. I, I forgot all about that. I read that as part of the write-up from the, the most recent players meeting they have until Thursday. I think it's 4 p.m. on Thursday to opt in or yeah. opt out. And mm -hmm. I forgot all about the caveat of being able to uh, be held out of games. If like, you know, if, if I were a football player and my wife were to contract it, then I'm going to miss time. So, again, when you're looking for those season-long bets, that's not a bad thing. And speaking of, we're here. We're going to give you a player prop. We're going to talk about a season win total that we like. Remember, these are not set in stone. We were just we're just giving you some bets that we like. Now, I personally, um, I've been on these for a while. The ones that I give you guys will not surprise you at all, those that are regular listeners to the show. But I'm going to start with Dr. Kyle. Who, who I saw you tweet this the other day. And I'll be honest, I went out and I threw 20 bucks on it because I, I liked it that much. I liked the odds. I wasn't throwing a ton of money because it's a season-long bet. But give us your season-long player prop, man, because I thought it was good. Yeah, so uh, I came across this the other day. Josh Jacobs is plus 1,900 to win the rushing title this year. Mm. Um, and with the rookie campaign he's coming off of, uh, and I don't care how many pass-catching backs are in that, bet, that backfield with this bet, he, uh, I, I think we're going to see a big jump in this second year. And then especially with – you know, who knows what's going to happen with the guys who are, were at the top of the list last year with this weird year. So I like somebody that's, uh, you know, a few a few tiers below the elite there. Um, so, yeah, get on the Josh Jacobs plus 1900 bandwagon. What do you think about that one, Rosalie? Nine, I, I loved it. I saw it and I was like, because he did so well. J J John Gruden's got a hair up his backside about him not winning the offensive rookie of the year last year, finishing second to, to Kyler Murray. He, he would have. He would have. I, I like it a lot. I think that's a fantastic um, call. I think that, I mean, here's the thing. And I actually, um, you know, he's somebody that I definitely have my eye on this year because John Gruden loves him, loves him. They are going to get him. They've been saying they're going to get him more involved in the pass game too. He's been catching balls this offseason. He's ready. And I think he's hungry for it. So he's going to get a lot of action. We know Derek Carr cannot really throw the ball, right? <laughs> he's just not that good. And so 
yeah, they're going to keep feeding Josh Jacobs and Josh Jacobs can handle the workload because he's still young. He would have won the rookie of the year if he wouldn't have gotten hurt at the end of the season, I think. Um, so I, li I like that a lot. I'm a big fan of Josh Jacobs. And uh, I was listening to Ross Tucker, who hosts several podcasts of his mm -hmm. own, and he was talking about how much he liked the Raiders' offensive line this year. We are talking about continuity mm -hmm. and consistency, and I believe they're returning all five starters from last year. So you've got a continu – you know, continuity is going to mean so much this year, especially early in the season. And I think teams are going to lean a little bit more on the rush until the timing of the passing game develops. So – when I heard that, man, I was like, I'm going to get some action on that. What about you, Rosalie? What was your uh, season-long prop that you've got your eye on? Yeah, uh, don't forget, too, Jacobs has the the second easiest strength of season at the running back position, too. So he's a great, great pickup in your fantasy leagues also. Um, so but my prop that I really love, um, it's my, I'm actually, I say don't go homer. I'm going homer, but I'm going under. Um, D-hop, D-hop is they have him for eight and a half touchdowns. So I'm saying go under eight and a half touchdowns. It's minus 110. Um, so I like it. You know, it's minus 110 either over or under on this one. But, you know, he only had seven touchdowns last year with Houston, which is seems low, right? And it is low considering the previous years he had double-digit touchdowns. Um, but then when you look at Arizona and, and the way that that offense works, there's so many cogs out there. And we can't expect that, that D-Hop is going to come in and get all of the targets the way that he did in Houston. In Houston, Will Fuller was always hurt. They didn't really have a third wide receiver that they liked. So it was a matter of all D-hop all the time. And where D-hop got those fantasy points was not from touchdowns, but from the amount of receptions that he got and the amount of yards that he got. Again, seven touchdowns isn't a lot. So under eight and a half touchdowns when Arizona had a total of 20 total touchdowns to uh, passing touchdowns last year. There was four to Fitz, three to Kirk, and four of those were to DJ. So I think he's going to, we're going to see him get the targets. I don't know that we're going to see him get the touchdowns. I absolutely love that. I have been, I'm not anti DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, we talk about him in dynasty, you know, mm -hmm. he, he's becoming an aging, an aging asset. My fear for him is you're absolutely right. You, you throw out his rookie year when he had around, I think it was 91 or 97 targets. Outside of that, every year since, he's averaged 150 targets. Mm -hmm. And I looked at this one, too. I'm glad I did not select that one, but I'm going to uh, – I've now got reassurance on a bet that I already liked personally. Now, <laughs> now, 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 mine will not surprise anyone who's a regular listener – to me, mine is Baker Mayfield under 3,899 and a half passing yards. So 3,900 basically is the number. And, and here's some of my reasons why. Uh, as a rookie, he threw for 3,725, and last year he threw for 3,827. So he's never eclipsed this mark in his career. His new, his new head coach and play caller, Kevin Stefanski, had Kirk Cousins set career low since he's been a starter, uh, since he's been the regular starter, with 440 attempts. And Kirk Cousins had been on four straight seasons of 4,000-plus yards last year under Stefanski, 3,603. Now, Kirk Cousins also gets the opportunity to play eight home games and one against Detroit in a dome. That bad weather in Green Bay, Detroit, you know, he, he could obviously get the one in Chicago. 
that's not an issue for him. He's got a lot of home games. Baker plays outdoors. The weather in Cleveland, November, December can be very, very rough. And, you know, I, again, I, I get the COVID on my side on the uh, under a potential injury. And he has two games against Pittsburgh and Baltimore, two of the better defenses in the league. And here's the thing. This is the one that will not shock anybody. Again, they brought in Case Keenum, three years, $18 million deal as the backup there in Cleveland. And they were the only other team per CBS Sports to talk to Cam Newton. Now, a lot of people are like the Case Keenum news. That's no big deal. I got news for you. Case Keenum and Kevin Stefanski work together real well in Minnesota. And mm -hmm. I'll just say this. If your significant other invites their ex to town for dinner and they tell you it's no big deal, you got problems. I'm just throwing that out there. It's no big. This to me is, is a lot of signals that this front office, this head coach, obviously Baker's the starter. But there's some trepidation there. And, and how did Stefanski see the Minnesota Vikings win last year? They pounded the run. They played good defense. Cleveland's got a good defense. Gave up zero 300-yard passing games last year. You pound the ball with Chubb. You pound the ball with, with, with Kareem Hunt. You play good defense. You run play action. And you, you minimize the opportunities for him to struggle. So for me, Baker under 3,900 passing yards was an, was, an easy, was an easy bet for me to make. It was my first one. I laid 112. That was the fan duel price. A yeah. uh, little bit more vig there. than the, Obviously, I'd like to get it for 105 or 110. But, you know, we're talking two points. Not, not great, yeah. but not horrible. Not terrible. <laughs> not, not, not terrible. And it was, it was 112 on the over, too. So that's, that's their price. Kyle, are, are you, uh, you buying my Baker, my Baker oh. shot? Oh yeah, when I you know I had the Jacobs one locked down uh, a week ago, but I wanted to look back through everything today. And when I was going through passing yards, I'm like, oh, Russell Wilson, uh, Dak, this that. And then I saw the Baker one. I was like, oh my god. And then uh, saw you had already chosen it, and and I was like, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense that Memphis already has that one. And, and what about you, Rosalie? What do you think about my Baker bet? Yeah, I I don't in Baker. I do not trust at all. I just don't I, I so many people really I was talking to a guy on Twitter today and he he was like the Browns are gonna win 10 games and I was like looking through hmm that's pretty optimistic but all right you do. so we actually ended up making a bet on it because I I don't think they'll win over eight but he, we made a bet for charity um because I can do that <laughs> made a bet for charity and uh and and he thinks they're gonna they're they're gonna win ten games. So I, I thought that was a stone cold trap. I think you locked him up like a pro. I, I loved it. I saw the tweet. So for, <laughs> for those that didn't see it, make sure you're following Rosalie on Twitter. It's Rose at Rosalie Michaels. And this gentleman and her were going back and forth. So Rosalie, like the pro that she is, she says, Let's set nine as a push. You don't pay, <laughs> I don't pay. So Cleveland has to win ten games. I mean Worst case scenario for you, I feel like you tie. Best yeah. case scenario, this 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 guy's donating fifty bucks to your favorite charity. I I just I a it was against Cleveland. I don't know why I dislike Cleveland so much, but I do. And I was like, that's perfect. You you've got him in a bear trap. Kudos on that one. Yeah, I like I like Stefanski a lot. I really do. I I think he's fantastic. But to have him turn this team around in one year, that's that's asking a lot. It's going to take a little bit of time. And yeah, their defense is good, but their defense is not good enough to keep up with their slow rolling offense. They just don't move very fast. And like you said, they're playing Baltimore twice. They're playing Pittsburgh twice. Uh, and Pittsburgh, 
with Ben Roethlisberger is a lot different team than they were last year. So there's going to be a number of times where they're playing Houston this year too. You know, there's going to be a number of times where they are playing from behind and they're going to have to try to throw the ball. And Baker just isn't that good. Not, not that accurate. You know, he gets lucky sometimes and I like his fire. I don't hate him as a person. I think that he's interesting, but as a quarterback, do I want him as my quarterback of my team? Nope. Yeah, and and I I love all of that. So listen, let's get to some season win totals, and then then I want to hear about some of your uh, your your fantasy football guys that you you like and dislike on the season as we wrap this up. Uh, okay. Team team win totals. I'll go right back to you, Rosalie. Is there a, is there a team win total that you like uh, more yeah. than others? Yeah, it's interesting, and this is. I, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but it's interesting to me that both the Bills and Pats are both at nine. That's their that's their number. And to me, I feel like the Bills are going to win this this division this year. And I'm going with the Pats under nine wins this year, which is crazy to think of but because the Patriots have won double digit games every season since 2003 but they faced the toughest schedule this year plus all the defensive players that are opting out including Chung and Hightower Van Noy went to Miami Brady's gone now the the thing that scares me is Belichick is like a magician he, I feel like he's punking me a little bit right with this because Going against Belichick is really, really hard for me to do. He's just so good. And he can make like gold out of straw. He just, he's that good. But with everything that's going on this season, with the players that are opting out, with what is happening in the league, I can see the Patriots having a down year this year, winning eight games, just under the nine but winning eight games and not making that nine. I, I, that was one that I looked at as well. I, I, again, kind of like I talked about with your Cleveland bet. I, I feel like, I don't know what you laid. I'm assuming 110, maybe 105 yeah. on, on, on that bet. But I feel like nine's the number. I mean, if they yeah. won nine games, I would not be surprised, but I don't see him winning 10. I mean, yeah. Cam, Cam has not even taken all of the starter snaps in camp yet. He's splitting snar starter snaps with Jarrett Stidham. What's this offense going to look like? It, it's going to be slow. The defense, to your point, lost Chung, Hightower. They had eight opt-outs. I think as of we, yeah. the recording of this, there's been 29 opt-outs in the league, and New England has eight of the 29. Sony Michelle on the pup. Now, Mohamed Sanu did come off of the pup. They, they may have the worst skill weapons in the league. That's not a, a shot at uh, Julian Edelman. I love Julian Edelman. He's a, he's a spark plug mm -hmm. and a fun guy to watch play football. Yeah. But Mohamed Sanu, I mean, Inkeel uh, in Harry, not exactly proven yet. Uh, their veteran tight end, Matt Lacoste, he's opted out. Opted and that leaves out. Two, yep. two rookies. Um, two rookies from – I do like um, Ossie Ossie, the more of a pass catcher tight end, a side note for Dynasty. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I do uh, – I, I love this bet. What about you, Kyle? What do you think about Rosalie's New England bet? And then where are you going? I like it. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely – you know, betting against Belichick is definitely something that you don't usually want to go up against. Risky. But, but the, you know, the big tree falls hard at some point. Um, 
And I do feel like this is the year, especially when, uh, you know, you talk about the Bills number is also nine and they return, you know, a, a ridiculous number of starting snaps from last year. Um, mm-hmm. You just love what that organization has done to turn that team around. And I just feel like New England has too many moving pieces and parts this year, um, especially with this weird offseason. So, yeah, I, uh, I wrote that one down. Um, mine is, uh, I know we talked about not being homers, but I'm going Dallas Cowboys over nine and a half. Um, I, I, you know, the second they got rid of the clapper, I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, the, the coaching change makes a difference. The thing that scares me is that they could only go, they couldn't even win the division last year and against a really weak division, which is hard, but coaching change, right? Mike McCarthy knows how to win. Yeah. Addition by subtraction for me with, uh, the weapons they have, and then, you know, bringing in a strong backup if something were to happen to Dak or a family member and that puts him on that list. Like, I think, I think that's a fairly safe, uh, over. Man, I, I, I love you like family, Kyle, but I, I, I cannot support this. Um, <laughs> that, that defense is bad. They played an incredibly easy schedule last year when they, they roughed up on the, the jets and they roughed up on Miami and they had that great start and, Man, that defense is bad. And I know f- from a fantasy standpoint, it's going to be chuck full of fantasy goodness. Uh, what, what, one of my, you know, we, we talked about Cleveland. That was my other hot take. But one of my hot takes is that C.D. Lamb leads this team in receiving because this team is going to be so far behind. And I've never been the biggest Amari Cooper fan. He, he disappears. And that was when he was on a rookie deal. You know, how, how motiv- I, I don't know how motivated is he now that he's got $60 million guaranteed. All those injuries that he played through before. Man, I, I see fantasy goodness. Dak is my QB3 in Dynasty. But, man, I'm, uh, I, I can't support this. Now, Rosalie, I'm going to put you in a bad spot because but you're, you're, you're a pro, but you're also a Cowboys fan. Where, where do you fall on the Cowboys on a win total that high? Well, first of all, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys defense was not that bad last year. They were ninth in the league. So <laughs> they, they, in terms of how many points they let up each game. So that's not, that's not terrible. I, I'll take a top 10 defense and a top 10 offense all the time. They just couldn't close out games. So, uh, you know, it's, I, yeah. I, 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 I I think that McCarthy can make the difference. I mean, on offense, they've got all the pieces. They've got every piece there. They have a serviceable tight end. I'm not as high on Jarwin as other people are. I think he's serviceable. He's not fantastic. He's fine. But those three wideouts are incredible. Gallup, Cooper, and CD. And then, of course, you know, you got you got Zeke back there and Dak. And so it's just a feast for the offense. And we know that Mike McCarthy knows how to put that offense together. You know, he had he had top five offenses when he was in Green Bay. And we saw what he did with those Green Bay offenses. So, um, yeah, I can see it happening. Again, I try not to, to bet on the Cowboys because I know that my heart is there, too. And so it sometimes skews my perspective. All right. Well, that, that leaves me. And uh, now Rosalie and I just became friends. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I might lose my new friend because I found one that I absolutely loved, and that was Arizona. Uh, under seven wins on the season, I got it for 105, so I absolutely loved the price. Didn't have to lay a huge number. Now, it, it's going to look scary for me 
on this bet very quickly because they open at San Francisco. I think that's a loss. Then they do have four very winnable games in a row. They play Washington, Detroit, Carolina, and the Jets. But then, man, it, it becomes a murderer's row after those first five games. They play Dallas. They play Seattle. They play a very improved Miami team. They play Buffalo. They play Seattle again. They play New England. They play the Rams. The Giants is probably a give me in there. The Eagles, the Niners again, and the Rams. So that's a real tough stretch after that. And and I have them, I have them winning between five and six. And even if I'm off by one, I still push this bet. Now, my money's tied up for the season. Again, I, I loved Rosalie's advice early. You don't want to wrap up a huge part of your bankroll. And the last thing is, I know the coach is ultra handsome. I know Cliff Kingsbury. He has got a, a great house. Got a slick crib. Maybe you guys can be neighbors out there. You and the hubs can be neighbors with him out there in uh, Arizona. But this was a guy who was 35 and 40 in the Big 12. Has alma mater. And, and, and a, in a conference where defense is optional, I'm, I'm sorry, He's an he's an interesting guy, and I'm interested in this team. But I get a very a very Chip Kelly vibe about Cliff Kingsbury and in, in the NFL. He ran the most four wide receiver sets last year of any coach. I don't have a lot of confidence that that defense is much better. Even drafting Isaiah Simmons and making some additions, and then today, just before we recorded this podcast, the right tackle I do not remember his name opted out for the season on COVID. So. I feel like the worst case scenario on this particular wager, I am going to break even and more often than not, I, I'm going to get the money on this. And I, I like the price at 105. Kyle, I'm, I'm going to save Rosalie for last on this because this is her, her, her hometown team. Kyle, what, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you for most of the points you've made. I don't think they did much to improve that O line. Uh, I think, you know, you've talked about this on the pod in the past that Kyler Murray is probably, or potentially this year's Baker Mayfield as far as, you know, where he's going in dynasty startups and how people are valuing him. Um, so yeah, I do, I do like the under there. And, and before I throw this to Rosalie, so I, again, I, I, I you know, we're, we're friends on Twitter. I'm now following her on Instagram and <laughs> I was looking through her Instagram and there was a picture of you at a Cardinals game with a friend last year, having a great time. So I know you're, you're a passionate Cardinals fan. I'm prepared to take my beating. Tell me what you think about my Cardinals under seven. Well, here's what I'll tell you, because at that game, that game happened to be the San Francisco game, which, yeah, San Francisco's really good. We know this. They've got a fantastic defense, but the Cardinals always play them really, really well at home, almost won that game. And they will, they, if you look at them historically, they always play them really, really well at home. And Seattle, they always split with Seattle as well. Now, the, the worst thing that Cardinals have going against them, they're in a tough, tough division. They're playing all those teams twice, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers twice each year. But so I think they'll split with San Francisco this year. They will split with Seahawks this year. They will lose both games to the Rams because they can't figure out how to beat the Rams for some reason. <laughs> But there's a lot of winnable games in there. I think they actually end up beating the Patriots. Uh, there, and there was another one in there that you were talking about. So I think I can definitely see an eight or nine game winning season if 
their defense doesn't screw them up too much because that is it's Vance Joseph is the defensive coordinator here. He was terrible in Denver. He's terrible here. Uh, but I think the offense will overcome. I do believe in Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to have uh, a situation like Baker is. I know that there's a lot of correlation there because they both came from OU. They were both kind of rode the same kind of train to the, uh, the NFL but they are very, very different quarterbacks. So D-Hop says that he and, and Kamer are going to be best friends, BFFs, and I am I think it's going to happen. Like I said, not a lot of touchdowns out of uh, D-Hop, but there will be a lot of receptions. And how do, you, how do you guard against all of those wide receivers? Kyler Murray is very, very accurate when he throws. So it's going to be an interesting season for these Cardinals. I don't think we're winning the division, but I think we're making a play for a better season than the last two. I love it. And I didn't mention it earlier when we were talking about Cleveland, we were talking about Baker. You just brought him up again. I, yeah. I'm not a big hot take guy. We'll do a couple a year. My, my hot take for Baker is that he'll finish as the statistically or fantasy least relevant out of all the quarterbacks in the AFC North. But he will lead Cleveland to the playoffs now that we have seven teams going to the playoffs. I could see that team easily going eight and eight, nine and seven, and, and fighting for that seventh wild card spot there in the AFC. So, uh, Rosalie, before we get you out of here and give you a chance one more time to promote everything you've got going on, give us a couple of guys that you like for fantasy this year and a couple of guys maybe you're trying to avoid. Well, I, again, my background is fantasy football and DFS because I am the only female analyst on DraftKings through the past few years. Um, and so far that I know of, so far for this year too. Um, so, uh, I take great pride in that because, you know, the, the women, we have a we have a voice and we like using it. So we love football, too. So we'll talk a little bit about Dynasty and a little bit of DFS picks. For Dynasty, you mentioned him a little bit earlier. you got to look at CD. CD, they gave him number 88 for a reason. Jerry Jones was very insistent that he wear number 88. Now, look at who's worn number 88 in the past. Des Bryant. Michael Irvin, there is a history to the number 88. And, you know, Dr. Kyle will, will understand me here. There is something special about the guys that wear 88 in Dallas. So I expect CD to, to have a good year this year. But as far as Dynasty is concerned, they plan to make him a star. So if you can get him on your Dynasty team, you're going to be really, really happy about that. I like Jacobs, too. You mentioned him earlier, so I won't uh, get into him. Miles Sanders. Uh, it's hard for me to say that as a Cowboys fan, but again, when it comes to fantasy, I am not a homer. <laughs> so Miles Sanders, he's going to be the workhorse back there. I like Boston Scott there in uh, Philadelphia as well, but he is the backup. Miles Sanders in a in a NFL where we're seeing more and more kind of RBBCs or at least. Uh, timeshares in the running back position, Miles Sanders will be the lead back. And I think we're going to see a great year out of him. Uh, on a 15th ranked offense from last year, that was with all of their um, wide receivers broken down. So I also like uh, Hayden Hurst this year. Hayden Hurst is not getting enough hype. He's taking over for Hooper in Atlanta. They, th that is a pass happy offense. And now there's a vacated seven and a half tight end uh, targets per game. Yes, please give me some Hayden Hurst. 
All right, and then uh, anyone that you're avoiding, I, I like all those guys. Hayden Hayden Hurst is uh, he's creeping up at ADP uh, at places yeah. like the FFPC, and I'm sure as now that we're in the month of August, as redraft season is upon us, and ESPN and Yahoo and CBS will be firing up their seasonal leagues. Um, we'll, we'll see his ADP probably creep. But what about guys that that maybe you're not as interested in this year? Well, not as interested. And again, this is all just talking about uh, Dynasty. Leonard Fournette, you know, he was such a great talent coming in. And he's got, he was 10th, you know, in scoring per game last season. But that's a terrible offense. I just don't trust it to get any better. He had three total touchdowns last year. And then they just added Chris Thompson. Now, Chris Thompson, of course, we know who loves him. Jay Gruden. Who's the offensive coordinator? Jay Gruden. So I think he's going to push for net for those third down duties immediately. And so we're going to take away some of those receptions for, for, for net as well. So that low scoring offense, just, I don't expect it to get any better this year. And with Thompson there, I think we're going to see for on his way out. So I'm not a fan of for Another person that I love, but I don't love this year. Cortland Sutton loved him last year coming in, but when John Elway tells me he's not expecting much out of the offense this year, that's a huge red flag for me. (laughs) So, you know, he's still going a little too high. I think there's lots of better options for you in, uh, in where he's going in drafts at the wide receiver position that I just can't trust him. I know he's a wide receiver one. I'm just not expecting a lot of points out of that offense completely this year. I, I love the the Denver take. Now you hit my soul a little bit with Leonard Fournette as a, a Leonard Fournette Stan fan for whatever you want to call it to the, I, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the day when he becomes a free agent and he winds up on a better situation. How do I know he winds up on a better situation because he won't yep. be in Jacksonville anymore. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of teams. Whether I'm hoping, as a fan, I'm hoping he winds up in Seattle. Chris Carson's a free agent as well. Or San Francisco, all of their guys are, are potential free agents. I think even Mostert, but they may have just redid his contract. So that hurt me a little bit. Now, you know, we're, this is going to release on Wednesday. It was live on Tuesday. Uh, you and Crack have a show coming up this week. What are you guys talking about? I know you guys, are, you, you guys cover way more than just football. Are you guys talking MLB, the bubble, hockey? What's going on in your guys' show? Yeah, you know, we've got we've got another great guest. We have a guest on each week. We've had some really, really great guests. Crack has such a, a finger on the pulse of of this sports betting community. So, you know, we've we've had great we've had the uh the the um handicapper from the Westgate. Uh we've had just Casey Kerr is actually coming back this week because we're talking some golf. We're also talking about um just betting during the pandemic. So we're going to get a little bit of what we got into here. Um, So we got Casey Kerr. He was our first guest. He's a PGA uh, caddy and he was great. So we're going to kind of catch up with him and see what's going on there. Because as you said, crack loves betting on golf. So we're going to get, we're going to get a little bit deeper into that and what's going on there. Uh, So definitely go back and take a look at some of our other previous uh, podcasts that we've had, you can find those on the WSN YouTube channel. Yeah. I, and I download cause, uh, I know YouTube is extremely hot. We obviously have started our YouTube over here, but I, I'm old fashioned. I listen to it on Spotify 
And yeah. it, it was, a, and, and I went back and looked and like, to tell you how connected that Rosalie and Cracks podcast is, they had the, the manager of the Circa sports book on. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest, most Last prominent. Week. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the biggest, most prominent books in Vegas. That's that's big time. And so if you want to know what, what you're listening to and, and the kind of people, this is top shelf. So, Rosalie, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us and spending an hour of your time talking about sports betting and uh, helping a couple of uh, guys. I'll, I'll, we'll get you guys connected with Dr. Kyle. If you guys need a doctor of physical therapy, we can loan him out. <laughs> I appreciate <Happy> that. <laughs> no, I had a great time. Thank you guys for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Ro. All right. Well, on behalf of Rosalie, Kyle, and myself here at the Dynasty War Zone and the fabulous Big Bet, we're just trying to make the world a better place for sports betting. So we'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks for tuning in. Folks, Kyle here. I'm a physical therapist and a fantasy football junkie. I've been doing Dynasty for a year and I joined the Dynasty War Zone Patreon about six months ago and never have I felt more comfortable with having Memphis, Jerry, and the guys in the patron chat help me with buys, sells, and navigating free agency and rookie draft. I can't recommend them enough, and so join the Patreon, because if you ain't first, you're last.